ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. And here we have our weekly short episode where uh, we get to debate and talk a little bit and uh, and just kind of get things moving for the week here. But also let you know what we've got coming up for the big episode dropping on Monday evening at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So before we go any further, please remember to like, comment, share, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And please, please, please. Go find us on all your podcast sources and follow us on social media at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. All right, my friends, uh, let's get into it. I want to talk a little bit uh, about one of the hottest topics in wrestling right now, which is Daniel Bryan. Uh, supposedly, he's really and truly a free agent. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, a shoot. I don't know if it's a work. I feel like we're all being worked. I think that there's a possibility that it's a shoot. Um, just because Meltzer said said it doesn't mean it's true, folks. So, you know, uh, I, I want to jump into this a little bit. I want to talk about uh, if Daniel Bryan is a free agent, if he is, okay, truly, and it's not just a work, okay, uh, where do we think he will go and why, right? So so let's go there first. And I want to – I'll go with ladies first. So – uh, Tyler, go ahead. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Ref Amy. <laughs> Ref Amy, coming to you. So if he's a free agent, um, and this is going off with, uh, an idea he proposed before, like all these rumors started speculating around, is the idea of him being able to appear anywhere at any time, not being locked down by a company for uh, only appearing in them. So I would love to see him everywhere. Like, I, it would be awesome to see him in AEW one week, um, New Japan the next. Ring of Honor the next after that. And, like, if WWE is able to, like, swallow their pride and let him also appear with them and then also go other places, I think that would be awesome. Do I think WWE would ever do that? No. But I would love him to start, like, along with Kenny Omega and all the Impact stars going from AEW to back to Impact. I would like to start this wave of just, like, people having these the independent contractor freedom that should come with the name in pro wrestling and being able to appear in all these different places. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously like it, the companies would have to pay to have them appear, but like, it would just be nice to see, like be surprised for once about who might appear and stuff like that. So I would love to see him forefront that kind of change into the business. Excellent. Excellent point. And, uh, and we were talking off air a little bit about how he could fit in any of those places. Right. And, and there, you can't say that about every wrestler, Mm -mm. you know, um, there are very few, I think that are in the current WWE roster that I could say that about, uh, D is one of them. Uh, Cesaro is another one. Um, AJ. AJ. Yeah. Um, Seth Rollins, uh, Yeah, <laughs> I think that's really about it. You know, uh, I think Bianca Belair could go pretty much anywhere and be successful. Um, and Sasha Banks as well. 
Um, but that's, that's, that's really it. Right. Um, excellent. Excellent point there, Amy. Excellent point. Mr. Uh, New Math of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, what you got? Yeah, I, I think I like if Daniel Bryan goes anywhere but, uh, to New Japan, just uh, given some of the opponents, I think, you know, Will Ospreay, I think that match would be interesting in, in Sonata. Just some uh, different opponents, maybe ones he didn't face during his earlier runs with New Japan. It, it would just make for some fascinating kind of booking and creative. So I would just be interested in that, just – I know, like Amy said, he could go anywhere, but something about New Japan intrigues me, him just wrestling overseas again and kind of going back to that style, you know, seeing that early uh, Daniel Bryant that we were all used to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, so I have what I would love to see happen, what um, I think would be cool to see happen, and what I think will happen, right? What I would love to see happen is for Daniel Bryan, if he is a free agent, to go back to Ring of Honor. And, you know, because that was like his home base, right? Mm -hmm. So the American Mm -hmm. Dragon shows back up in Ring of Honor, does his shtick, puts people over, maybe wins the Ring of Honor championship, and then, (laughs) excuse me, is able to to move on from there, right? Mm -hmm. And then from there, he goes to the NWA, challenges Nick Aldis, wins the NWA championship. Now you have somebody who has held the WWE championship, the Ring of Honor championship, the NWA championship. And, uh, you know, and then if he goes to Japan, he could win something in Japan, the U.S. title maybe in Japan. Um, I think that that would be a great way for for us to send him out. I mean, I say us, but like the wrestling industry to send him out. Um, So that's what I would love to see happen, right? What, uh, what I would like to see happen is if this is a work, uh, if this is a work that Daniel Bryan shows back up on SmackDown, but as the American Dragon and as a masked American Dragon. Just the yeah. same way that when Hulk Hogan got fired, he showed up as Mr. America or whatever it was. I remember on that. On SmackDown. Yeah, that and fooled right? no one. And fooled no, no yeah. one. But that's the, that's, the, that's the best part about that gimmick. Like yeah. everyone would know it's Daniel Bryan and Roman would be like, I know it's him. I know it's him, you know, and, and, you know, Adam Pierce can just completely play off. I've never seen his face. I don't know. Every time I've seen him, he's been wearing the mask, you know? Um, and, and it, it writes itself. It lets mm-hmm. Roman be pissy and be a, and be a, uh, a nasty degrading heel. while it allows deep ride to push himself in a different direction. And maybe it's a WWE move. It's a WWE move. (laughs) Yep, it's totally a WWE move. Um, What What do I think will happen? Actually, I think that he probably actually is a free agent. I think that WWE is giving him a couple weeks, and then they're going to be like, "All right, bro, come on back," because yeah, the rumor is that he didn't he didn't say goodbye to anybody. He wasn't like running around like shaking hands and kissing babies, and that he just you know, all right, cool. See you guys, you know. So I can't imagine that if he was going to be done, that he wouldn't have done the farewell tour. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, so I think that he'll just be back and he'll be on Raw or maybe he'll show up in NXT, which would be fantastic. But mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's I what will happen. That. Yeah. I think that's what I think, I think there's also a possibility that, like, like you said, he's probably, like, holding out a little bit. 
trying to, I think he's trying to solidify himself as a more prominent creative uh, position because mm-hmm. before he, they were just keeping him around to keep him happy and like he's trying to get that backstage role and everything. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's trying to think like, well, I only have maybe five years less of wrestling. I think that was one thing he said in a podcast is like, it hurts to pick up his daughter now, like his back wise. So he's right. probably thinking ahead also like, all right, I want a job after I'm done taking bumps. So he might be holding them out for more of that creative position. So he could still influence the product, mm-hmm. but not mm-hmm. be part of it. So that, yeah. that might also be. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you think we'll, yeah. Do you think ahead, we'll Tyler. see him kind of fill in in a Pat Patterson type way? Maybe he could be a Finnish guy. I know that sounds kind of far fetched, but I, I could probably see him being kind of the newer generation of that just in his yeah. own way. I mean, is that is that too far out there? I, I don't I mean, know. I just wanted to bring it up. I mean, when he was um, when when he was still technically retired, I think he fit in perfectly. Like, granted, we were all still clamoring for him to mm-hmm. come back because you see him there, and you're just like, you're still so young. Why aren't you here? But I I feel like he could fill that role very well. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I th- I don't think it's far fetched at all. Yeah. I think I think he could be this generation's guy for that. For sure. Yeah. So with that being said, you know, Amy, you were talking about him being able to go and do whatever, right? That kind of brings up the the forbidden door uh you know notion that's been brought forward by uh by AEW here. Um do we think WWE has has opened the forbidden door? Do we think it's happened? You know, their partnership with MLW potentially happening. Um you know, the fact that Seth Rollins is, has openly tweeted about it with the Young Bucks, with the jackets. Um, and uh, most recently on the the episode of Up, Up, Down, Down that came out uh, this week, which isn't produced by WWE, but it's produced by WWE, let's be real. Um, you know, uh, Woodsy point blank talked about Ring of Honor and the Pure Wrestling Championship. Do we think WWE is open to opening the forbidden door and uh, do we really think that they're quote unquote open for business, as Triple H said on the uh, on one of the uh, the calls, one of the media calls recently? Um, so uh, let's let's talk about that for just a minute because if they're really willing to play ball that way, then it leads lends a little bit more credence to what Amy was talking about for Debray. So uh, uh, Tyler, I want to go to you first on this one. I think it's very possible, and I think it could also be a leverage move. To be honest. I think, you know, MLW could make sense. Court Bauer had a history being in their creative, and, you know, he's already knows, like Bruce Pritchard, a lot of the higher-ups. But I, I think they, they see what AEW's doing, and, you know, they brought a lot of talent from over in Europe. They've got NXT UK and Japan, and Triple H, I think, would be open. Now, Vince McMahon may be the one that's going to be a little more stubborn. I'm not saying he wouldn't be open to the idea, but I would see more Triple H being the guy, the vehicle, that could open up these relationships, but I, I think it would be great. I would be all for it. I just don't know if uh, I'm actually sold on it. I mean, it's great. The news coming out, but I'm not so sure. It's enticing is what I'm trying to say. So I'd, I'd be curious to get your all's thoughts on that. Okay. Amy. Um, I, I'd like to kind of echo what Tyler was saying. I can, I could see it definitely happening. Like WWE has done this in the past when it came to ECW, they, they kind of traded people every now and then. Um, uh, I do have a little bit of 
skepticism over the years. WWE has gotten very controlling. They like to be able to have their people lock, under lock and key. But I want to be optimistic and say that I really want it to happen. Because like I said earlier in the segment, I, I want a more open door policy with wrestling where people can appear one place and appear another. Like obviously there are negotiations, but like I just want to have that fluidity in the business itself. Mm-hmm. So I, I I really hope that this door might be open, and I hope WWE is gung ho about it. I know Triple H is, and I hope he can get the the big man in charge in, as well. Yeah, and I I love that um, ECW was brought up here because I think um, I think that that relationship they had with ECW paid dividends for them mm-hmm. in that end of the attitude, beginning of the ruthless aggression era when that was really happening. Uh, the most it was uh it really benefited wwe yeah. um and it gave us that sense of what we talked about earlier um just being able to show up anywhere and that's what that was the allure of the nwo right mm-hmm. you know it the was, nw yeah. the nwo showing up was these wwe guys or these wwf guys are showing up on wcw tv and doing whatever the hell they want you know where will they show up next? Are they going to be back on Raw next week? Like, what's you know? And you never knew for the for those first couple of weeks before you really understood that this was a work, right? And I was a kid at the time, right? But now, like rewatching that as an adult, before before you realize that it's a work, you're like, man, these guys could like show up on Raw again next week, mm-hmm. you know? And and that's something that the WWE tried to recreate with the Radicals, mm-hmm. right? With Benoit and, and Guerrero and um, and who else Perry was in that group? Perry Saturn and, uh, and Dean Malenko. Yeah. You know, that's something they 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 actively tried to re-establish was that feeling of these WCW guys like just showed up here and sat in the front row and then hopped the guardrail. These guys aren't employed here, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and if there's no chance of that happening, you've just taken away this huge availability of creativity right mm-hmm. and 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 that leads to what i talked about a little bit which you guys are listening audience will hear uh we had christy janes back on this week and uh and we talked a little bit about the i talked a little bit about how i felt that the women's division in wwe had stagnated a little bit and uh i think this is this leads to wwe's being stagnant because mm-hmm. they take they they cut off their nose to spite their face you know, they take these creative opportunities away from themselves because they can't have their hand in every little piece of how to make that pie, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I tell people, I'm That's really, true. you know, you would never know this about me, but I'm a super controlling person. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, you would never know by how I guide the show and tell people when to talk or anything like that. But um, but in my brain, legitimately, um, you know, like my my mom will call me and she'll say, you know, well, what can I do to help you? You got a lot on your plate. And I, I, I tell her there's nothing you can do, even though there's plenty of jobs I could tell. I could say, like, mom, if you could do this, I'd be a big help. You know, um, I can't do it because in my brain, if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. So I totally get WWE's mentality about being in control of everything. I that's I totally understand it, but I also understand as a creative person that that can't always happen. When I'm in a kitchen and I'm making dinner and I've got eight different parts of the meal that I have to put together and, and get it cooked by a certain timer, my children turn into small beasts that then destroy towns. Um, you know, if I don't trust my wife to cut something up or to prepare something for me, 
then it never, you know, I, I don't get done on time and I'm making hot dogs every night for two weeks. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, uh, and, you know, those are some real life examples and I get that in our, our listening audience is probably like, dude, we're, we're here to talk about wrestling. We're here to listen about wrestling. What the hell are you talking about? Hot dogs. And stuff. But, but <laughs> it's conceptual, right? Um, yeah. And, and if, if WWE just lets some other cooks in the kitchen to, you know, just to be there to be an extra set of hands, well, all of a sudden you open up a whole lot of doors for yourself. And it's yeah. not just the forbidden one, you know, it's a lot of money making ones. Let's put yeah. it that way, right? That's how that's how wrestling starts to go back up on that upward upward trajectory, I think. And and also it kind of puts the power a little bit into the wrestler's hands. Because obviously you have if you have someone who's primarily signed with AEW, but they also want to work for WWE Impact and all those places, they'll go to WWE and Impact, but they still have a little bit more say on where their character goes in that company. Like, obviously, there's going to be some caveats. Obviously, they're not going to go and run train on the WWE guys. But they aren't a victim to Vince McMahon and his, like, sometimes questionable humor. Mm. And which I think sometimes is the downfall of WWE storyline writing is, like, the stuff that you blatantly know that is made for Vince McMahon, I think will be fixed with when you give wrestlers bit more of like the the leverage in their contracts when they're mm-hmm. working for wwe mm-hmm. so agreed. agreed yeah it's a great observation uh, well that's so true yeah for sure well i'll tell you what i want to hear i want to hear what our audience has to say and uh so i'm going to ask all of our listeners and all of our viewers um if you are a listener you're listening on sportnarium you're listening on apple podcasts on google podcasts wherever right hit us up on social media let us know what you think. Where should Daniel Bryan go? Where do you think uh, would be the best fit for him? What do you think would be best for the wrestling community as a whole? Uh, let us know what you think about the forbidden door in WWE. Do you think that it's a good idea for them, a bad idea for them? Do you think that Vince can let that control go? We want to hear what you, our listeners, have to say. And if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to drop a comment below. We always love hearing what you guys have to say. We have a few people that drop comments for us every single week, and we just love catching up with you guys and hearing what you have to say. So thank you so much, and thank you for being uh, our loyal listeners. We really love it. Please recommend us to a friend. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Follow us on social media at W. R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T and we will catch you guys next time.